Just Man's the Podcast. to another episode of Just Man's the Podcast. It's your host, Amanda, and we're real cozy today. So it's like my favorite time of day out right now. It's 6 p.m. and it's super gloomy out. Just started raining. It's like that rain where it doesn't rain full-blown for a long period of time. Instead, it just drizzles a little bit with intermittent thunder. That's just the best. And I'm sitting in bed. I have to say, I am very impressed with my podcast setup today. Okay, so if you guys have been listening to the podcast weekly, you guys know that right now Lucas and I, my boyfriend and I, are living in my parents' house. However, we just got a new apartment that we'll be moving into in less than three weeks. We cannot wait. However, living in my parents' house, I don't have many places to record podcast episodes. There's no office, there's no desk, it's not really a quiet space anywhere here to really record other than my room, so I've been having to get real creative. Usually a podcast setup takes me around 15 minutes to bring a chair in from the other room, a kind of table that I can set my laptop and my microphone up on, and it just is a lot. It's a lot for me at seven months pregnant. I don't want to have to move shit in and move shit out every single time I want to record a podcast. So I just said, you know what? We're not doing that today. I grabbed an empty Amazon box and I threw it on my bed. I put my laptop on the Amazon box and set my microphone right on top of that and called it a day. So I'm sitting in my pregnancy pillow, all cozied up on my bed and recording a podcast episode for you guys. I'm super impressed with it, if you guys can't tell. Anyway, enough about how comfortable I am. (laughs) Today, we are talking all things health and fitness and wellness. My favorite thing to talk about, and it seems like it's you guys' favorite thing to hear about as well. You guys really loved my episode on how I heal my relationship with food, and if you haven't listened to that one yet, definitely go give that one a listen. It is episode number four on my podcast. So maybe even go listen to that before you finish listening to this one, because it could give you some context as to what my background with health and fitness has been, what my relationship with it has been, how I've evolved and where I am now. Just some context, some good old context. So I was driving in the car today with my sister and she is 16 years old and she is vegan super into sports, super into track and dance and just a little athlete. And we were both talking about how we have developed really good relationships with food and fitness and how we feel really good in those aspects of our lives. And we were also talking about how a lot of our friends don't feel that same feeling. They don't share that same contentness with health and fitness or they don't have that same relationship with it. We both just kind of realized that there is so much information about health and fitness on social media and the internet. And while that's so great because it makes it so accessible and it does give us the opportunity to improve our relationships with those things, it also makes things a lot more confusing and intimidating because there is so much information. You don't really know what to listen to and what not to listen to. And so today, I really wanted to talk to you guys about 
the most common misconceptions within health and fitness and why you're maybe not seeing the results that you want or feeling the way that you want. Again, there's so much information on the internet about health and fitness and I am not a nutritionist or a doctor. I am studying to get my personal trainer's certificate so I do know a little bit about fitness. However, everything I share in this episode is based on personal experience and meant for you guys to maybe relate to or get some tips or get some inspiration from. It's never to give you guys medical advice, so just putting that out there first. But yeah, I think just being so passionate about health and fitness for almost my whole life, I have just developed a lot of good tools and a lot of good ideas and figured out really what to believe and what to not believe in terms of the information surrounding health and fitness. So I want to share those things with you guys. Taking a quick break real quick, you guys. I want to shout out someone who left me the sweetest review on my podcast. She listens in and she said, Amanda is so real, honest, and refreshing. Her podcast is thought-invoking, relatable, and everything I want in a podcast, basically. So that was left by Megan Crampston. Again, thank you so, so, so much for those kind words. It really, really helps my show when you guys leave me a review or a rating. And I'm just so thankful to Megan for taking the time out of her day because I know you guys can literally be doing anything else with your time, but it really, again, just helps me out and means so much to me when you guys leave me a rating and a review. All right, let's get back to the episode. The first thing I want to talk about is what makes a good relationship. I'm constantly throwing around this phrase of developing a good relationship with health or developing a good relationship with fitness, and I kind of want to unpack that a little bit. So what I deem a good relationship with food and fitness is you're not obsessing over your calories or your exercise, you're not being restrictive, you're eating when you're hungry and you're not eating because you're bored or you're upset or you're emotional. You're allowing yourself to indulge without feeling guilty. You're nourishing your body because it feels good and you're fueling it so that you can move and function and run and be strong. You don't deprive yourself from food and you don't overeat either. I know we throw around this word so much balance in the health and wellness industry but it's about having that good balance between living a healthy lifestyle and also just living your damn life. That's what I mean by having a good relationship. So just wanted to get that out there so you guys know what I'm talking about. And if any of that sounded like you, whether that's obsessing over calories or indulging but feeling guilty or eating when you're bored, then listen to this episode because I'm about to give you guys some really good tips and talk to you guys about the most common misconceptions about fitness and health and why you're not maybe seeing the results that you want. Also, if you guys can hear any rain or thunder, I'm sorry about that. It just started pouring rain, but hey, maybe it'll give a little background noise to this, a little ASMR. Just pretend like we have a sound machine going on in the background, you know? All right, so the first reason that you might not be seeing any results with health and fitness is because you think that eating less is the answer. Oh, so I get it. I get that we're told 
when we want to lose weight, that we have to cut our calories, that we have to eat less. If we don't want to gain weight, then we need to watch what we eat. And a lot of the time that makes people think that they need to eat less. I'm not necessarily saying that being in a calorie deficit isn't the way to go when you're trying to lose weight. However, when I was in the best shape of my life, I ate. I ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And if I was hungry for snacks, I ate some snacks. I never deprived myself from food because if I deprived myself from from food, I wouldn't be able to fuel myself correctly and perform the way that I want to in a workout to look the way that I wanted to look. And I think sometimes people are just so quick to eat less when they want to lose weight and they don't change any other aspect of their lifestyle. So if you're just eating less and you're not expending any energy, that's not going to help you out. If you are eating less and you are expending energy, that might not necessarily help you out either. There's a lot of different things that go into calorie deficits and how to do it the right way and how to lose weight and how to gain weight and how to gain muscle and working out and all of that. It's very complicated. But if you are just someone who thinks every single time you want to get in better shape that you need to start by eating less, that is not the answer. If you're somebody who would rather start with your diet than the gym, then okay, let's start with your diet, but let's not eat less. Let's instead maybe switch from eating a processed junk food diet to a more whole foods based diet. I remember my freshman year of college when I was counting my calories and eating probably around my probably around my BMR which is like 1400 calories. I was eating only 1400 calories and I was working out at the same time. I was at my heaviest still. I was eating less calories but I was at my heaviest still. And it's because my body was stressed out. People don't understand that eating less signals to your body, oh my gosh, I'm starving. Oh my gosh, I need to I need to survive. So I'm going to hold on to the fat that is in my body because I am not getting any any input. I'm not getting the the sufficient amount of food that I need to sustain what's inside of me. So again, I was at my heaviest when I was eating less. When I was in the best shape of my life, I was eating a sufficient enough enough calories for my body type while working out and moving my body. And if you're somebody that just turns to eating less every single time you want to lose some weight or you want to get in better shape, then that's probably why you're not seeing the results that you want. Our bodies do not respond well to eating less. Now, that's different than a calorie deficit. I'm not going to go into calorie deficits right now. That could be a different episode. But what I'm saying is we need to reevaluate the narrative that we tell young women and young men that if you want to lose weight, you just need to eat less and you need to starve yourself because that doesn't do anybody good. What it does is it fucks with your hormones. It fucks with your digestion. It fucks with your metabolism. It fucks with your energy levels and it doesn't make you a happy person. Okay. The answer is to eat food. It's just to eat the right food. And the answer is to eat the right food, but move your body more. Fuel your body so that you can move more and push yourself harder in the gym and in workout classes so that you can see the results that you want. 
it's so much easier to just work harder in the gym and it's a lot more fulfilling to work hard in the gym and see the results based on working harder on the gym not from eating less let's stop eating less please I guarantee you will be a lot more happy of a person. The next reason that you're probably not seeing the results that you want is because you don't realize that your body is different from somebody else's. So when I first started my health and wellness journey and just got really passionate about it, the first thing that I wanted to try was veganism. I thought veganism was so awesome. I loved the idea of eating mostly plant foods and just kind of living that in my eyes quote-unquote healthier lifestyle. Veganism did not work for my body. I felt so lethargic the whole time. I had the worst gas, the worst constipation, bloating like crazy. It made me feel foggy. It made me irritable. It was not for me. That being said, my 16-year-old sister has been vegan for two years and she's thriving. Veganism looks amazing on her. It feels amazing to her. She has a lot of energy. She feels super good in her body. She looks great. Not that that's the sole reason that she's doing it, but everything just kind of clicked once she found veganism. Not the case for me, okay? I experimented with so many diets until I figured out what worked for me. And what works for me is to eat a gluten-free, dairy-free diet and just fill in the blank with whatever else. In most cases, what works for me is not going to work for you and vice versa. What works for my sister is not going to work for me. What works for my sister is not going to work for you. The problem is, is that we see all of these things on social media, like what I eat in a day is what I eat in a week. This is what I eat in a day to lose weight. Or you just even see somebody on Instagram who has a great body and you automatically think, I want that. So you go and look at their food highlights on Instagram and you see what they eat and you try to emulate that. It's one thing to get food inspiration for a meal and you know, tell yourself, I want to eat healthy. So maybe I can look at this influencer who I really like and who does live a healthy lifestyle and get some meal ideas. That's one thing. That's fine. But when you're basing your entire calorie intake or meals off of one person's what I eat in a day because they look a certain way, that's not a good mindset because it's not going to work for you. Point blank. And if it does, great. That's fine. But that's really rare. Our bodies are so different. They look so different from birth. They feel different in certain situations. They need certain things in different times. Most likely, they're going to need a different diet too. They're going to need a different workout routine. And if you want to see results and you want to feel better in your own body and have a good relationship with fitness and health, then you need to recognize that what works for somebody else might not work for you. And with recognizing that, you need to go inward and you need to stay in your lane. You need to figure out what works for you by experimenting, by listening to your body and listening to its cues. You know, if you eat something and you feel like shit, you need to make that mind-body connection. Oh, I ate this thing and it didn't make me feel good. So maybe let's not try that. And then do that for everything in your life, in your 
health life, in your fitness life. If a movement isn't feeling good, recognize that. There's no playbook. There's no one size fits all for health and fitness. So I think if everybody just starts to realize that your body is different from somebody else's and what works for them isn't going to work for you necessarily, then we'll be able to figure it out for for ourselves a lot easier instead of going through all of these yo-yo diets and all of these trends and fad diets and trying to figure out what works for us. We just we just need to go inward and pay attention to what our bodies are telling us because your body will tell you what it wants and what it doesn't want or what it likes and what it doesn't like. So just listen to it and don't beat yourself up for it telling you one thing when somebody else is telling them something else. Don't compare your body or what you eat or what you look like or the way that you work out to somebody else. It shouldn't and it won't look the same. The next reason you aren't seeing the results that you want is because you're focusing too much on the external when you should be focusing on the internal. So kind of what I mean by this is your why behind what you're doing is a little warped. If the reason you're working out and eating better is because you want to look good, then that's probably why you are not getting the results that you want. Too often we get so caught up in, I want to have a six pack. I want to have toned legs. I want my arms to be bigger. I want my waist to be smaller. And it's like, okay, but that's not really logical to be focusing on that first. If you're focusing on that, So you're going to the gym six days a week, maybe twice a day, but you're also eating McDonald's and you're not eating, you're not nourishing your body correctly, then you're still not going to feel good. Even if you look a certain way and you look great, but you're not nourishing your body, you are not going to feel good. So if you're focusing too much on the external instead of the internal, you're probably not going to get the results that you want regardless because you might get the results in terms of physical appearance that you want, but you're not going to get a good relationship with health. And that's what we want, right? So we need to focus more on starting from inside, starting from the internal. Okay. How do I feel? Do I need more energy? Do I feel like I, I'm not as happy as I can be? Do I feel like my sleep's off? Do I feel like my hormones are off? What can I do to, to help those things, to improve those things? I guarantee you, if you start with that and then you make those changes, your body will fall into place. Here's just an example. I was going to Orange Theory probably three to four times a week. And then on my off days, I would go to the gym or do a hike or do a walk, just some some sort of active rest. I started to notice that even though I was going to Orange Theory and I was seeing some results, I still wasn't feeling that great. I was bloated. I was inflamed. I could feel it and I could see it. I could, I could just feel like my body wasn't outputting the, the results that it should, should have been showing going to Orange Theory that much and working out that much. I realized that I was still eating a little bit of gluten or I was drinking a lot more than I should. I also realized that my hormones were out of whack. I didn't have my period for eight months. 
So my hormones weren't on track. My sleep was shit. I was waking up two times a night to pee and then I would wake up at 7 a.m. and not be able to go back to bed. I wasn't sleeping right. My energy wasn't good. So my internal self was not in balance and it was not, I wasn't nourishing that part of me, even though I was working out really hard and trying my best in that realm. Once I started going to acupuncture or taking Chinese herbs to help with my hormones, once I decided, okay, I can't have gluten anymore because it doesn't make me feel good. Once I realized, okay, maybe I should cut it off at two to three drinks instead of five to six drinks. Once I realized that I need to work on not being on my phone so much at night so that I can sleep or sleeping in. Once I fixed internally, my body dropped the inflammation like that. My bloat went away. My inflammation went away. I just felt lighter. I felt more clear. I felt less tired. I had more energy. So it's really way more about your internal self and making sure that is taken care of before focusing on the external things. Because once you get your internal self to be in a harmonious place, it's so easy to get the results that you want. That's what we don't recognize. We're so accustomed to thinking that getting the results that we want in our body is complicated and hard when it's really not. If everything is working inside of our bodies, it wants to to show you the results. It wants to get bigger and stronger and more toned and, and hold on to less fat. Your body will help you out if you just focus on helping it out too internally. So focus less on the external and way more about the internal. And I promise you the external will follow. All right. You're probably also not seeing the results that you want because you're over-exercising. I see this so much in our modern day society, the constant need to be doing the go, 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 the never stop, the work harder, the, the never taking time to rest. And it's it's caused a lot of stress in our bodies and it's caused a lot of issues within our bodies. Never giving it time to rest and rejuvenate and slow down and recover. I think we really underestimate how important recovery is to building our bodies. You know, your muscles need time to rest and recuperate before they can build and before they can give you the results that that you want. So if you're over-exercising, you're probably not seeing results it's a very underrated issue because I think we, we tend to commend people who work out six to seven times a week when really all you need is three to four times a week of a good intense workout and then active rest days to fill in the blanks or rec, re, full rest days to fill in the blank. We need to switch our mindset from doing more equals better to doing less and doing it smarter. You know, it's the whole work smarter, not harder. Like I previously said, if you help your body out, it will help you out. So give it that time that it needs to rest and don't feel bad about that. Let it rest. I guarantee you, you will see better results. I think another reason you're probably not seeing results in health and fitness and you're not developing a good relationship with those things is because you think you need to be miserable when you're eating healthy or exercising and health and fitness is not a punishment. 
you should be happy when you're doing these things. You should be happy when you're building muscle. You should be happy when you're nourishing your body. You shouldn't feel like it's something that's restrictive or miserable. You shouldn't feel like it's a lifestyle that you can't sustain. A lot of people view eating healthy as eating a salad or not being able to have a piece of cake or a bit of ice cream here and there. Ooh, actually, you know what? I just remembered that I have some leftover cake for my baby shower. But I'm definitely going to have a bite of after this. Anyway, got sidetracked. Sorry. You don't need to be restrictive and you don't need to deprive yourself of certain things in certain life life events because you want to live a healthy lifestyle. Again, we always throw this word balance around, but it's true. Like It's very much of a balancing act to have a good relationship with health and fitness. And a lot of that means prioritizing your social life and your needs and your indulgence as well as your relationship with health and fitness. So I think if you're one of those people who you know, during the week, you're so miserable because you don't like the food that you're eating or you don't like going to the gym as much as you are, then maybe take a step back and just not do those things for a little bit and then come back to them and realize like, okay, I can eat oatmeal for breakfast and I can eat a big salad for lunch and then I can have a slice of damn pizza for dinner and maybe a little piece of chocolate. And then the next day I can go to the gym and I can do the exact same thing because that, that is how it should be is focusing on, okay, have I had my veggies today? Have I had my fruit? Have I had enough protein? If you say, yeah, then why can't you have a piece of ice cream? Even if you don't do those things, it's about not making this something that you're not going to want to do for forever. It's about making it something that you can sustain that you're not going to be miserable doing. So I challenge you guys, if this is you, if you're someone who's always miserable when you're trying to live a healthy lifestyle, maybe challenge yourself to recognize the things that are making you miserable within those things. Is it because you aren't allowing yourself to have some dessert or is it because you're not allowing yourself to go out for drinks on Thursday because it's not the technically the weekend yet? Or is it because you're doing a workout that you really hate or you're working out for two hours when you really should be working out for 45 minutes? Challenge yourself to figure out what works for you and what you like, what you like, because I I think we forget that we should like health and fitness. Figure out what you like, take the time to figure that out, and then establish a better routine because I feel like it's so much easier. Not I feel like, I know it's so much easier to sustain a healthy lifestyle and have a good relationship with fitness and food when you like what you're doing and you like what you're eating. Health and fitness should not be miserable, okay? Another reason that you are not seeing the results that you want is because you are going into health and fitness rooted in fear. You are so scared to gain weight or to get big or to get quote unquote fat, that that's why you're going into health and fitness. I know so many girls who want to start improving their relationship with health or they want to start working out more. And a lot of that is met with fear instead of excitement. They're always scared. They're like, I'm scared to go to the gym. I'm scared to go to this 
workout class. I'm scared to go out with friends because I don't know what to order and I don't, I don't want to eat healthy. So much fear. And that's exhausting. Again, it shouldn't be miserable. You should be excited if you want to start your journey with health and fitness. It's an exciting thing and you should feel happy for acknowledging the fact that you want to make a change for the better in this realm of your life. So I think we need to try and take the fear out of it, whether that means going to the gym with a friend or putting on your workout shoes and going out the door and not listening to those thoughts of fear when you sign up for a new workout class and just doing it or going out to dinner with your friends, even though you might be scared and trying to order something a little bit more on the healthy side and having a few drinks and not worrying about it because you know that it's one meal because you know that it's not going to make or break your relationship with health or fitness or your results. We need to take the fear of gaining weight or the fear of being fat out of the reason as to why we start to work out and live a healthier lifestyle in terms of food. Again, it goes back to that why. You need to do it for another reason other than the external. And also, too, I know so many women who will come to me and be like, I really want to get in better shape. I really want to build more muscle, but I don't want to lift super heavy because I'm scared to get big. I'm scared my thighs will get big or I'm scared my arms will get too big. Girlfriend, let me just tell you, if you want a better but if you want a toned butt, if you want some toned legs, if you want some more definition in your abs, you got to lift. You got to pick up some weight. You got to push yourself in the gym and build muscle. And the way that you build muscle is to lift heavier each time you go and push yourself and challenge yourself. You are not going to get big or build, quote unquote, too much muscle because you don't eat that much. Okay. If we're just being truthful, you don't freaking eat that much. And because you're rooted in fear, you're not going to eat that much. So you're not going to gain that much weight. I'm not condoning that. I think you should eat enough. I think you should be eating sufficient enough calories and killing it in the gym and lifting heavy. But the truth of the fact is you you can't gain that much muscle if you don't eat in a surplus. And I guarantee you, a lot of you who have this mindset don't eat enough to get quote unquote bulky because the girls who come to me and say, I don't want to get bulky, don't eat enough. It's just as simple as that. But anyway, I digress from that. I'm going to get off my soapbox. Don't, don't start working out or start eating better because you're so fearful of the alternative of being quote unquote fat or gaining weight. Don't do it for that reason. You should be excited about your journey with health and fitness. You shouldn't have it be rooted in fear. Uh, Yes, this is one of the biggest things. Another reason you are not seeing the results that you want is because you think a quick fix is the answer. I'm talking a juice cleanse, a fad diet, the keto diet for like a week, counting your calories for like a week, tummy, what is it? Tummy tea? No, what is it called? Skinny tea, right? skinny tea that the fit tea things girlfriend if you want to see long-term results that will sustain and last then it's not going to happen in a short amount of time it's just not 
And it's not going to happen with a three-day juice cleanse. And the thing is, too, everyone who does a three-day juice cleanse is miserable. You don't feel good. You don't have any energy. You're irritable. You want to punch someone in the face just because they asked you how, how you are. You, you, don't, you don't feel like yourself and you don't feel good when you're juice cleansing. So I think we need to give ourselves a little bit more credit and understand that our intuition is a little bit smarter and we have a little bit more intuition than you think you do. So if it doesn't feel good, it probably isn't good for you. You know what I mean? Like if you're shitting all night because you took the laxative tummy skinny tea, it's probably not the answer, you know? Having a good relationship with health and fitness doesn't mean you're going to be on the shitter for three hours straight and feeling like absolute crap because your stomach is just not settled. That is not, that is not the answer. A quick fix is not the answer. If you want to sustain your goals and you want to have goals and results long term, then you need to give yourself some time. You need to understand that it's going to take a little bit longer to see those results. It's not a quick fix. We get way too caught up in a quick fix in this world, in this society. Dedicate the time to a long-term plan for a long-term solution. That leads me into another misconception and reason you're probably not seeing your results is because you're not disciplined enough. So even though I'm sitting here and saying that you don't need a calorie deficit, you don't need to work out every single day, I'm not saying that you don't need to be disciplined and you don't need to work hard. Change isn't something that's an instant gratification. Again, it takes time. And and we do live in a society that's way more apt to jump on the quick fixes. But you need to be disciplined and you need to be disciplined to a long-term plan if you want to see any results. You need to be disciplined to waking up and going to those workout classes that you have or going to the gym when you don't want to and working hard while you're there, making the most of your time in the gym. Discipline is everything. And I think if you're not seeing the results, then you're probably not working hard enough. Another reason is because you value convenience over anything else, but you don't set yourself up for success. So what I mean is if you get off of work really late and you're starving and you know you don't have anything at home, so you go through a McDonald's drive-thru and get a cheeseburger. Let me just say one thing, by the way, about the McDonald's cheeseburger. I don't eat those. I haven't eaten them in a while. I can't eat those because it's gluten and dairy, but if there's any craving that I have, it's a McDonald's freaking cheeseburger with the little onion pieces cut up and just like soaked into the bread that's my craving right now and I might have to make it happen before this baby pops out just saying (laughs) okay back back to what I was saying is you value convenience so you go to McDonald's when you could have just meal prepped if convenience is something that's really important to you don't make that the excuse as to why you're not eating healthy or why you're not going to the gym and working out if it's inconvenient for you to drive to the gym before work and that's why you're not working out then get some weights on Amazon and do an at-home workout before work if you don't want to go anywhere if 
it's inconvenient for you to go to the grocery store really late and go home and make a meal. Then go to the grocery store on Sundays and make food for the whole week because you're setting yourself up for success that way. And if you don't do that, then you're setting yourself up for failure. And my last reason slash misconception that you are not seeing the results that you want or you don't have a healthy and good relationship with health and fitness and food is because you're not allowing yourself to live your life, okay? If you want a burger, listen to me, if you want a burger or you want some ice cream when all your friends are eating ice cream, eat the damn burger or eat the damn ice cream, okay? It's not that complicated, Live your freaking life. If you're not allowing yourself to live your life, you're gonna you're gonna feel like you're deprived. You're gonna feel like you're living a really restrictive life. You can't set yourself up for failure by putting all these restrictions on you and putting on these rules on you and not allowing yourself to live every once in a while. I'm telling you, the more you do let yourself indulge, the more your body's gonna crave those nutrients and those those healthy ways of life like working out moving your body and nourishing your body with healthy food live your life eat a burger don't feel guilty about it don't feel like you need to go to the gym the next day and work everything off because you can't allow yourself to feel deprived because you are not allowing yourself to live your life it's as simple as that after talking about all this all I really want is a McDonald's cheeseburger ugh What is happening to me? I think this might be my first craving in pregnancy. Wow. All right, you guys. Well, I'm going to wrap up the episode here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you guys got some inspiration, maybe took some tips away from this episode, maybe realized some things about your relationship with health and wellness, maybe realized some things that you want to change. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Let me know in my Instagram or maybe my YouTube or anywhere else really if you enjoyed this episode, if it helped you out. Also, if you have a second, please give my podcast a rating or a review. It really helps my show and it helps other people find me. As always, you can find me on Instagram at JustMans. You can also find me on my YouTube channel. It's just Amanda DeMarco and on my blog, JustMans.com. Thank you guys so much again. I will see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye.